you can also plan for it by gathering the tools and the funding that you need in order to do those things and not feel guilty about it. You know, you want to have more time with your husband or more time with your kids. How can you do that? Is it that you want to have a date night? What's preventing you from having the date night now? Is it the funding? Like you don't have the funds for the date night? Is it truly that you're just not planning it? So it's not getting on the calendar and then the time comes it's and goes. To shove it. Yeah, exactly. But if it's something that can turn into a money goal or a time allocation, that's your quantitative goal now. So like when you're at work then that week, your goal is to just get enough extra cash from your business to pay for the date night. That's one of the ways that you can turn the qualitative goal into a quantitative goal is how can you actually achieve that then? Like what right. are the steps for it? So small quantitative goals will get you to the big qualitative goals. Welcome to the Know Your Worth show where we teach you how to think about your money differently so that you can achieve your sexy money goals. I'm Sydney, your money maven and owner of Know Your Worth. And I'm Kristen, Sid's dime piece bestie, team member and busy mama twins here to make sure that those of us without a financial degree can still level up with each episode. Let's get started on reaching your next goal. Hello. Welcome to the Know Your Worth podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sydney. And I am your other host, Kristen. New week, new podcast. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us again. How's okay. it going? <laughs> it's going great. Great. Good. good. So I'm, the New Year's off to a pretty decent start. Pretty decent start. It's already going quickly, though. I know. I couldn't believe we have a week down already, but also it feels like 20 years. Yes, it really does. This past week, I felt like I worked three weeks in one week. Yeah. I saw this meme that said, so far 2024 just feels like when your congestion moves from one nostril to the other <laughs> nostril, the same but different. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it just, you just roll like, over and yeah. switch sides. <laughs> yeah, so it just kind of feels like I flip the pillow over and it's like kind of cool and nice, but also still hard. Yep, <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, that is that is where we're at. Yeah, so happy 2024. Yeah. Did you come here for motivation? <laughs> So with that, we've actually been talking to a couple other business owners that we work with, some of our podcast listeners, and some just friends and family about mm -hmm. a lot of their goals. I feel like it's just an, an easy conversation to have with everybody at the beginning of the year. Is, you know, what are some of the goals that you have? What are some of the things you want to accomplish? And we have noticed a bit of a trend with some of the people yeah. that we've been talking to. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. One of the big things we noticed is with a lot of the businesses that are going into, they're a couple years into operations now. So when you're a new business owner, I feel like it's really easy to have like big, like quantitative goals, yeah. big numbers in mind, um, you know, really specific numbers or parameters that you would like to achieve that are quantitative in your business. Mm -hmm. For a lot of the business owners that we've been talking to that are maybe three years in, four years in, they are definitely feeling more qualitative. A lot of them have said that they don't really have a goal set for this year. Yeah, like not feeling like things are okay enough mm -hmm. and they're not feeling the motivation to like push themselves. Yeah. But they want to maintain, mm -hmm. but they just want to like kind of feel good mm -hmm. and they don't feel good right now. Yeah. 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 It's a little bit of burnout, I think, yes. like the winter months and like the dreariness right now. You want to feel excited and motivated about the new year, but it's also tough to get through year end. It's tough to get yeah. that final push in and you might not have completely rejuvenated with just the holidays or maybe the holidays really drained you there. So yeah, it, it's kind of a couple different things there of you just might feel burnout right now. It's, it's hard to feel really hopeful whenever it's dreary, at least in Pittsburgh. This was like the Ugh. first snowy week we had too. So it was cold. It was wet. It was rainy. It was snowy. It was icy. It was everything all in one mm -hmm. and it wasn't sunny. Right. Right. And I think, too, like 
when you're surrounded, like as soon as you open Instagram, it's like new year, new me. Like I have these goals. I have this goals, you know, and it's just like, eh, I don't have any goals. Like I just want to take a nap <laughs> and then wake up and maybe try again. And I know we've talked about a lot of our goals and what they are, and we're still really excited about that, all of them. But we wanted to talk a little bit more today about the qualitative goals versus the quantitative goals and how those are still sexy goals and they can be sexy money goals, but they are sexy goals, even if they're about feeling more than about numbers or data. Yeah. So let's talk about what qualitative means in this sense. Like what are we, what are Mm -hmm. we referring to? So some of the things that I've talked to people about this year so far is like, you know, I don't have any number goals for my business. I just want to feel good. I just Mm want to, I want to have more time to myself. I want to read more. I want to spend more time with my husband. I want to spend more time with my kids. And I just don't want to feel overwhelmed this year. I want Mm -hmm. to go through this whole year not feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So they're looking at it from a feeling perspective more than a numbers perspective. And so that's kind of where they're starting from. It's not like I have this this revenue goal in mind or I have this sales goal in mind or I have this income number for myself in mind or I want to get to this level or this title or award or, you know, reaching that really specific tangible goal they're looking at more of an intangible thing and a feeling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's almost like we need permission to allow ourselves to feel good. Like I can tell you, like Sid, you should take more time to read and you should take more time to do these things. But And you would tell me the same. Yeah. But it's so hard to give yourself that permission to like back off the gas a little bit. Or to figure out how to actually plan for that too. Like yeah. it doesn't have to feel mm-hmm. like you are. And this is a big thing that I've had to tell myself too is that rest is productive. If you're somebody that ties your productivity into your worth, rejuvenating yourself, having rest time, self-care is productive. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard for me sometimes because I have a hard time sitting still because I tie a lot of my worth into my productivity. Same. And Mm -hmm. when I rest, I feel guilty. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I should just get up and do something because I'm just ruining this entire time with guilt anyways. Yep. Yeah. So how do you yeah, get, how do you factor that in so that you don't feel guilty? Like, I think making yourself. it a part of the plan because yeah. if you plan it and it seems like it's a plan thing, it's not like, oh, I've checked off everything off the list. I guess I can sit down now. If you plan it and it's a part of your weekly plan, then it feels like it's more of a schedule and you've created the time for it so you don't feel as guilty when you actually sit down for it. Mm-hmm. But I think also thinking about the money implications that go into that you can also plan for it by gathering the tools and the funding that you need in order to do those things and not feel guilty about it, not feel like you're being wasteful or not feel like you're not doing the right thing. Like you're planning for it, you're working for it, and the reward, the tangible, you know, ends up being that. Right. So I think like for one of the things that, you know, you want to have more time with your husband or more time with your kids, how can you do that? Mm -hmm. Is it that you want to have more time with your husband. You want to have a date night. So what's not what's preventing you from having the date night now? Is it the funding? Like you don't have the funds for the date night? Is it the time? You don't have the availability for it? Is it um, you don't know where to go? Is it babysitter? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Like what is it that's causing you to not have that so far? Mm-hmm. Is it truly that you're just not planning it? So it's not getting on the calendar and then the time comes it's and easy goes. To shove it. Yeah, exactly. So you need <clears throat> to set reminders to get it on the calendar But if it's something that can turn into a money goal or a time allocation, is it that, okay, for date nights, we want to have one date night every week or every two weeks. Where do you want to go? So we want to go to dinner. We want to go to a movie. We want to go do an activity. Well, how much does that typically cost? Well, you know, if we want to go to dinner and have a nice glass of wine, 
we want to get dessert, we want to go to a movie or do an activity that might look like $100, might look like $20. It depends on where you're going and Mm -hmm. what you're getting. But think about what your favorite spots are, where you'd want to go, put a dollar amount to that, and then that's your Mm -hmm. quantitative goal now. So like when you're at work then that week, your goal is to just get enough extra cash from your business to pay for the date night. Mm-hmm. And then that's the immediate reward for it. So you don't have to feel guilty for it because that's what you're working for. That's, you're that's working the towards. goal you're working towards. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be that, you know, my goal is to hit 100K in revenue this year. It could be I want to have the same year as last year, but I want to be able to have 400 extra dollars a month for date nights. Mm-hmm. And if you have kids, maybe it's I want it to be 700 extra dollars so I can have date nights and have a babysitter right. that I don't have to call my mom or my sister or uh, you know, I can actually Beg for do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like you can feel really good about it. You don't feel guilty asking your close network. You can bring somebody in, pay for them, spend more time out and have a totally guilt free night where, you know, that's their job and their responsibility and you're off the hook then. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the ways that you can turn the qualitative goal into a quantitative goal is how can you actually achieve that then? Like, what right. are the steps for it? Right. I know that if I can speak for myself. Like I don't have huge business goals this year. Like I love who I work for. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with what I'm making. So, but my issue is I do want more quality time with my kids. I'm with them 24 seven, but it's not quality time. Mm -hmm. It's hang on, mommy will be right over. Hang on, mommy has to finish this email. Mommy has to schedule this post. Mommy has to do this. And meanwhile, they're just standing around me like a pack of wild dogs. (laughs) And I'm just like losing my absolute shit. Mm -hmm. So my my qualitative goal is yes, more quality time with them, but it's going to require me to, this is when I'm doing these posts. This is when I'm doing these emails, being so much more intentional with my work time, mm-hmm. which will take some pressure off of me on the back end that I can spend that time with them and sit down and focus just on the wild wolves mm-hmm. and feeding them <laughs> so they don't eat me alive. Yeah. 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 It makes a big difference. And that would make a difference in how I feel about myself as a mom, Mm -hmm. as a person, because a lot of the time then on top of the I'm not getting shit done. Sorry, I said shit twice, three times. (laughs) But we've already covered this. We can swear on this podcast. podcast. (laughs) I have the mom guilt of Mm -hmm. I'm doing a crappy job as a mom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tough. It is tough, but it's easy to let yourself and all the people that you love around you like slip to last place. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. A lot of my goals this year, too, center around my personal health. And I feel like that's what most people are starting off the year with is personal health. But that's a big deal for me this year. I really put that at the wayside last year. I think in the beginning of the year, I felt like I was like, you know, just fighting to survive in the business before I had my two full-time hires start. And so now this year, we're starting out the year with the two full-time hires. And we're also starting with to part-time hires. Mm-hmm. So we have the staff now for it to be covered. So my goal, one of probably my biggest goal for this year, regardless of whatever revenue goals I have, because I do have those for the business too, but it's to not feel like I did last year. I refuse to feel overwhelmed this year. And I know there will be days for sure and weeks for sure where that will happen just based on different projects and, and dumpster fires that come up sure. that are inevitable. You can't control that stuff. But last year, I just felt like I was in such a period at the beginning of the year where I just couldn't, I couldn't pick my head up for a while. I had to keep my head down. I was in this office until three o'clock in the morning, a lot of days. And, you know, then we open up the Mavericks. So I'm here at the co-working space at 8 a.m. And I was, I was here a lot of days in the spring last year. I slept here a couple of times last year. In the beginning of the year, it was like really 
I just I had to keep my head down. I I was you were in survival mode. Yeah, I was like, in survival I was mode. Really worried about yeah, it. I was in survival yeah. mode at the beginning of last year. So this year that will not happen again. It won't Sometimes happen. Sometimes you have to be motivated by the bad feelings mm-hmm. to like push towards prioritizing yourself or your family or health or all the things that you let slip. Yeah. Because you're like, I just don't ever want to feel like that again. That yeah. felt terrible. Yeah. So actually us talking about this reminded me of one of the mm-hmm. one of the best books that I read, which I should go back and reread. It was probably a couple years ago I read it. It's called Unfuck Yourself. Mm-hmm. And um it's a great it's a great book. But one of the things he says is you won't change until you are unwilling to continue with what you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I'm really excited to make this change. It's, no, I'm unwilling to live this way anymore. Yeah. I'm unwilling to let this happen. And, this. you know, it's like almost like hitting like rock bottom in a way, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that you are unwilling to continue on the path that you're on. You keep making excuses mm-hmm. and like letting yourself slide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this sense. year I am unwilling to stretch myself as thin as I did last year. I love that. Yeah, I am unwilling and to I do am that. I'm unwilling to watch you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Sydney's going to keep it together this year. Yeah. <laughs> and I am unwilling to be a shitty mom. So, <laughs> yes. We I'm got this. Back. <laughs> yeah, we got this. So, what I can do for that and to get to that point now is when I set a plan for myself and a goal for myself, I need to stick firm with it because I'm unwilling to go back. So, I'm this year, I, so far, I've really been off to a great start with it. I've been planning our meals out and I'm sticking to it. I'm unwilling to let anyone take me off that path. So, you know, when Alex wants pizza, you can order pizza, but I'm not ordering pizza. You know, you can do that, but I'm not doing it. And typically then he's like, oh, well, then I don't need it either. And it's Mm -hmm. great. And that's all it takes. But I'm I'm unwilling to 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 go there anymore. And I need to make sure that I'm walking or moving and working out. I did not. I really took like a whole year off from Mm -hmm. working out. And uh so a lot of those things of feeling good and making sure that I'm rejuvenated in my business are me taking care of my health and wellness. And that's a big qualitative goal for me is like feeling really good. Mm-hmm. And I can measure that in different ways. You know, you can measure it with your weight. You can measure it with what food you're eating. You can measure it with how many days a week you go out to dinner or you stay at home or you cook or you clean. There's a lot of ways that you can actually measure things. So it's figuring out what combination of things equals that I feel really good. Yeah. So is it five days a week that you go to the gym? Is it three days a week you go to the gym? Make a bullet journal and start checking it off here and there. Do a habit tracker. Mm-hmm. And you'll figure out the perfect combination once you start to put them together of like what the qualitative goal is. How can you get to that with quantitative goals? And I think there's a trickle down effect into your business and into all of the other things that you do when you're feeling good in your person and who you are as a wife and a mom and a friend and to yourself, mm-hmm. that's going to filter its way into your business and your productivity and your inspiration is going to come back and your motivation is going to come back. Mm-hmm. It's just like sometimes you have to start like so small. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's about being adaptable too to those goals. Mm-hmm. And I always go like balls to the wall with everything. Like everything has to be like the biggest goal that ever happened. So like applying it to what I said about my kids, like, I'm like, oh, I have to be like present with them for like an hour. Do you know that my kids would be happy with 15 minutes of my undivided attention every hour? Mm-hmm. So if I sat down with them for 15 minutes and filled my cup and filled their cups, I could probably have 45 minutes where they would back up a second yeah. and like go play and I would feel good and they would feel good. Mm-hmm. But I think of everything as like so big. And as soon as I think of it as too big, I'm like, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. ADHD. Oh, God. Thank God. I just got <laughs> medicated, guys. So watch out. Yeah. <laughs> 
life changing. Yep. It is life changing. (laughs) (laughs) It makes a big difference. I mean, and that's another thing too. figure out your own health stuff. Is there anything that you should be researching and finding out and kind of giving yourself grace with that, too, that there could be reasons why you haven't been on track with things or, you know, digging a little facing that fear, facing that thing that's going to get you to the next level in order to figure out what the quantitative goals are. But there could be a lot of roadblocks along the way. And I that's one of the things I'm really trying to be honest with myself about is like, am I ignoring this, this, this? Mm -hmm. And what does that have to be? I was going to say, like, if you don't feel inspired for the quantitative goals, then maybe it is time to like backtrack and look at the things that we're talking about is the point that we're trying to make. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why? Where is my inspiration? Where is my motivation? Something in here isn't lining up. Yep. You're misaligned. Unaligned. Yeah. Not aligned. Yeah. Misaligned. Misaligned. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that looking, feeling, finding the feeling of what you want, figuring out how you want to feel this year. What are, what are some like fun things that you want to do? Do you want to travel? Do you want to take more days off? Do you want to have your whole house just be cleaned and organized and then figure out what are the inputs to get that done? So write them all down. What would make you feel good? For your house to be cleaned, what does clean feel like for you? Do you need to dust every day? Do you need to vacuum? Do you need to to just take the trash out every day? Like what do you need to do for it to feel better? Do you know – one of the things that's actually on my list for that is like every month I just want to keep a bin somewhere for donate. So Mm -hmm. every time I see something that just doesn't serve me anymore, I find something in my closet. Oh, I forgot I had this right in the donate box. And then every week or every two weeks, I just want to take that out. I want it to leave the house. Like don't drive around with it in your trunk for three years. Yep. Oh, same. Mine, I have, I have a box in my attic of stuff to donate for like two years now. Yeah. Like, cause I was like, Oh, I'll take that. And then people were coming over. I'm like, oh, let's just like put it aside. And yeah. I, we just no, found it gone. this week and it was <laughs> like, it Oh years. wow. Maybe should we look back through it? Do we need any of it? And I was like, Sydney, you forgot that it was even in yeah, existence. You don't miss anything. Don't open it. Yeah. Don't even look at it. Don't even look at Always it. Always forward, never back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I know that's one of the things I can do. And I can list out what will make me feel good about it and keep it in a visual. And it's a little checklist for you yeah. then too. But that's turning it into a quantitative goal because if you can check mark these things and you can do these number of tasks, then you'll get the overall quality feeling and like what you're trying to that achieve allows with you that. to like move forward with the things that matter in your business mm-hmm. sometimes it just gets too cluttered up here and in yeah. your personal spaces and in your relationships and you just have to like do some housekeeping to get to what matters in your business mm-hmm. but all that to say like if you can't find a goal right now and you just can't find the motivation it's okay to take a minute and like look inward yeah and look at what maybe you're not feeling fulfilled by because mm-hmm. yeah you can love your business and you can love the people you work for and work with but if this is out of whack it doesn't matter how much you love it no <laughs> sometimes love is enough <laughs> it's it's fine yeah finding the motivation finding what's going to get you through and sometimes that's just taking a deep breath yep. you know Laying down for a little bit, stretch it out, get a chirp wheel so that you can oh, crack your back during yeah. the day. <laughs> Just but little things. Yeah, it me. is. It's the little things. And you, if you check off enough little things, the big things start to come together. Yeah. And stop putting yourself last mm-hmm. from two people that entirely put themselves last. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this episode was a lot about feeling. It's a lot about just thinking about that. yourself. <laughs> It's thinking about what you want and how you can get there with the small goals. The small quantitative goals will get you to the big qualitative goals. So 
think about how you're feeling and think about how many things you need to put together to get to where you want to get to. Can you make more money? Can you spend more time? Can you hire someone to give yourself more time? How can you facilitate this need? And to that same point, Sid, like just because you're a business owner who runs a business, yes, you run your business, but you're also a human. Exactly. And so if you can't find your inspiration, go inward and see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we were talking about this earlier. You said this too, like you have your business and just because you have your business doesn't mean that you are your business. Mm -mm. There are absolutely certain periods of time where it, it is and it'll it is. feel like your identity and it needs to be. And that's mm -hmm. fine. But ultimately, when you are looking at it, you are a separate entity from your business and you should take care of yourself just like you're taking care of your business. Right. Sometimes it's hard to do and sometimes you can't, but it's important to evaluate and always be looking at, are you getting lost in it? Mm -hmm. And how can you feel better and what will make you feel better? And in turn, that will make your business feel better. Yeah. Good exactly. points. Yeah. So keep We're it great at feeling. Yeah. <laughs> We try to be. We, we try, try to be. be. <laughs> but um, it's uh, it's important to do. And so thanks for listening to us share some of our feelings and thoughts on this episode. We're, we're working and digging deep in our own efforts here. Yep. And in our own businesses and trying to figure out what all of our goals are and what's just going to make us feel excited about moving forward yep. and growth. You always have us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, see you guys next time. Have a great day. <laughs> If you're a growing entrepreneur, but you're still managing your own bookkeeping, it's time to bring on a bookkeeper to make sure your numbers are accurate and you're maximizing your financial opportunities. From categorizing your transactions to account reconciliation and financial statements, we'll take it all off your plate so you can focus on the parts of your business that light you up. Book a call with us and let's see if we'd be a great fit to work together as you grow into your next level business.